save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Happer and Shaper. It says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Welcome back in. 9 o'clock hour of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. So, um, Nebraska had different running backs on Saturday. People have asked about Yant. I don't have an answer for you other than he was fourth on the depth chart during that game. You know? It was, yeah. I mean. Do I know what's going on? No. No. We'll see what Frost, if any, if he wants to say anything, what he'll say on Wednesday, because I'm sure it'll come back up. But it's so weird when when this stuff comes up because people were like, "Where's Yant?" and I'm like, "Well, did it look like they needed Yant?" I thought Nebraska's running backs did a pretty good job on Saturday, and it was Step and Scott. I think that the reason that it comes up is that it was rumored late in the week that he was leaving the team and then he's still with the team well, he was then, with him yeah, yeah he was there and so then it's like but then he's not playing and there's discussions and more rumors about what had happened and so that's why you're getting a lot of that plus you saw a lot of carries for Brody Belt which would, would lead you to believe why is the walk-on that doesn't have the scholarship playing more um uh, which is I thought Belt was fine. Yeah, Belt was fine. I mean, it, I I understand why people wonder about it. Like, and, and it's one thing if he hadn't really played this season, but Brody Belt had been involved. He was involved in the Michigan State game. He had a big catch in that. He was involved against Minnesota. Um, I remember people being very upset because he was, was in on the very first play of the game. Uh, so it's not like he hadn't played. The yeah, they for as little as they ran it. Um, they were relatively effective when they did run it and they were able to get some short yardage carries and short yardage success uh, from, from Marquis step and, and Marvin Scott, Marvin Scott had a great run that didn't count, mm-hmm. uh, which is unfortunate, but he, and it, it wasn't even like that hold was why he had ripped off that run either, but it was, it was nice to see Marvin Scott just playing because more so than where was Yant on Saturday, it's largely been how is Marvin Scott just not able to ever see the field? Where has he been the entire year? Yeah, so uh, what that means for his future and and with Nebraska, I do not know. Ramir Johnson was out with an injury, uh, so Nebraska had a very different looking running back room. Yeah, and it didn't feel like it affected them a whole lot. I, I didn't think so either. I thought those guys ran hard. And they were they were pretty good. Nebraska just decided to kind of 
Well, they threw it 35 times. Yeah. They, they de- as you were talking about earlier, they definitely have a way of going about their business against Wisconsin that, that stresses them unlike any other team can do. It is an insane level of comfort when they play Wisconsin that they don't have when they play Illinois. Or they do, it, yeah. just, it doesn't, you know, I guess Illinois is the wrong example because a couple years ago they clearly had that. But in the last two years against Illinois, they haven't. I, I can't explain it, but I felt pretty confident that despite not having four assistant coaches – they would be able to attack this defense because they just have answers for how Jim Leonard aligns defensively. Mm-hmm. And they know how to stress certain players. The annoying thing is it has resulted in zero wins despite having close to 1,500 yards across three games and then putting up 28 points on a defense that hadn't allowed more than 13 in the previous – or 14 – in the previous seven weeks. Yeah, like, I don't think the uh, – people. I, I've seen people say this, too. I don't think the appropriate, like, response to that game was, like, number one defense in the country, my ass. Like, <laughs> I – you know, I think Wisconsin's defense is pretty good. I think it tells you a lot of what we've been talking about. They When, when they go to work on scheming something, that they can really do that. Yeah. The, the consistency of it lacks um, – somewhat because of the personnel that you have on the field and somewhat because of the way that they're coached or the, the plays that they're running. But they can – when they're when it's like, hey, draw me up something cool, <laughs> they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, we got you. Say no more, fam. And they've, they've done a really – I don't know – someone asked me, the, the people that were over at my house on Saturday, someone asked me this, and I'm just not a smart enough football person to know – what they have been doing as of late with Samari Toure that they weren't really doing when he just wasn't visible for the early part of the conference season. I don't honestly uh, know. I don't think it's different. They've I, done I, a nice job utilizing him out of the backfield and sometimes and putting him in motion. Uh, but for the most part, he's still lining up in the slot. No, I, I genuinely don't think it's different. I, I, I just think they're hitting on a couple of big plays. Well, and they might be running some different action with other receivers that pull defenders that maybe open stuff up. Or it might just be enough times of Adrian not seeing it in the game, but seeing it on film that he now knows, okay, if I wait a beat and he cuts, he's going to be open here. Mm-hmm. Because they have hit that sort of deep post with Samari Toure, what, six times in the last three weeks, yeah, three games, yeah. basically. Um, so, and I would expect them to do it against Iowa. And before we get into the, well, Iowa's defense, blah, 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 I mean, David Bell put up 230 yards on him. And I get Samari Toure isn't David Bell, but could Samari Toure put up 150? Are sure. you saying bomb the ball against Iowa? Well, I, yes. Uh, yes, I am saying that because I don't know that they're going to consistently run it. It's so weird because we often think of – we often think of Wisconsin and Iowa as such similar teams and they present similar challenges, and I think that's true. But you look at what Nebraska's done offensively against Wisconsin over the last three years and compare that to what they've done offensively against Iowa over the last three years, it's ridiculous. It's not even close. Nebraska destroys Wisconsin in total yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was looking back on the on last year's game I – mean, Consider where they were at that point in the season, but I think Adrian Martinez had like ninety yards passing or something, or something. Maybe you, that was two years ago. Uh, I, I just had it. Twenty nineteen, they had a really bad offensive day, I think, uh, and they needed some gadget plays to sort of put them in that. 
Um, you had a pick six from Cam Taylor. Britt was one of their touchdowns. But you remember last year was like the yeah. year where they were just like, Adrian, you're back, and you're going to throw it four yards. Well, it was just a ton of high percentage plays where they were just using guys out of the backfield, and they were able to get first he had, down. He had one seven. He was eighteen for twenty for one seventy four last year, yeah. and I'm pretty sure. And they they ran okay against Iowa, not great. So I I think overall they had like three hundred and twenty yards in that game or something. You know their leading rusher was in last year's Iowa game, probably Marvin Scott, Luke McCaffrey, hmm. like forty five yards, forty two. Hmm. There Pretty you good. go. Uh, 2019, Adrian, 10 of 18, 50 yards yeah, in a pick. That game was bad. But Mills had 94. Mm -hmm. in, in in all of those games, there has been like a, a weird Iowa turnover that Nebraska takes advantage of and kind of gets back into the game or, or something like that, even though they gave up a kick return. So, okay, let's see if we can remember these. They and it wasn't a turnover, but they ran a fake field goal against Nebraska in 2018 that allowed the Huskers to stay in it. Drove down, horrible, scored. Why are you doing? Stayed this? in the game that way. Yep. In 2019, Cam Taylor Britt picked six. Mm -hmm. In 2020, DiCaprio Boodle got his first ever interception, which I think set up some scoring for them. They they got the ball at the Iowa 40, and Nebraska went and scored, and I think went up 10 to seven or something. Why why is it that they can? put up such gaudy offensive numbers against Wisconsin, but they can't do anything against Iowa. It just feels like it's such a grind to play against Iowa. Is it, is it a mentality thing? Is it a mindset? Because, like, Frost said after the game, and, and that's the way I felt about it, it felt like they went into that game with a certain amount of aggressiveness or aggression that they just didn't have. They haven't had recently. Um, they really felt like they were going to win that game. Right, so... I guess, and and they never do that against Iowa. The base level difference that I can say out loud that you know statistically from these games and comparing them, Iowa's defense has done a far better job taking away the big play for Nebraska than what Wisconsin's defense. Is but their doing. offense just straight up doesn't look the same. Like they don't they don't run the same right. stuff. Yeah, I don't. They I don't, don't understand. They don't, why. they don't give Adrian the keys against Iowa, but they do against Wisconsin. Maybe because they feel like Iowa has better situation for maintaining the the edge of the field against them, um, and it wasn't like Adrian ran wild against Wisconsin. He actually had to play in the pocket more. Yeah, uh, and and we talked about this. Like he had a he, no one likes to hear. He had a terrific game except for two absolutely atrocious interceptions, uh, in which both times it felt like. One, he threw it up, and two, the wind pushed it to a different the spot. The second the one was like, what in the world is happening yeah. here? I, I I, don't know what he was trying to do. It looked like to me that he thought he had Omar Manning so wide open for a touchdown that he was just going to lead him back like, toward the middle of the field. Floated up to him. And totally didn't see the safety just sitting there at all. Yeah. That, that's what it looked like to me. Because the guy was just like, oh, there's a ball coming my way. And I, I thought the first one was he was trying to throw to a different spot and the ball got pushed to the middle of the field. But I, I really want to see kind of like the the all-22 of it. Nice. So, um, Football guy. Yeah. Uh, whether I ever do or not, because it would require me to put some effort into finding it. I don't know. We'll worry. find out. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think we have access to that. So. Uh, we can, if, we, if we ask the right people, we can get, we can get a hold of it. Gotcha. Uh, 402-464-5685. I want to hear from you guys. Honda looking hotline, starter him and text line. Anything from that Nebraska-Wisconsin game and uh, leading ahead to now short week 
Iowa week. I want to jump into a couple other things. Basketball uh, played twice since since we last talked and has and has looked better in those opportunities. Bud Crawford, the magic elixir of our pains and sorrows. Um, same thing with Husker volleyball, I suppose as well. There's a couple other things that I want to get into, uh, but Corey Lincoln says the first pick was. A dicey decision, but that was completely on Oliver Martin. If Martin does his job at all, that's not a pick. That's what I thought, too, and a couple more people are saying that. Jesse said the same thing on the text yeah, I just I want to see where the route was. I don't it, think it was a I don't think it was a great throw. I, yeah. He would have had to come off his spot to make a – but Oliver Martin should have made a play on the ball to at least knock it away. That's where I came away yeah. from it. So maybe that shouldn't have been a pick, but I don't know that it was a good throw still. They showed the the just Oliver Martin cam on that one, and it seemed like he was running a post closer to farther up the field. And you can see when he realizes where the throw is, he has to cut his route down and comes a little bit back towards mm. the middle and back towards Adrian a little bit. So maybe a miscommunication. The way it looked like he was running, it was like he was completely out of a different spot and trying to beat them there to try to go play defense on it, and he just didn't get there. Yeah, so. it's like he was trying That's to go That's how it looked more. like to me, but again, I only watched it as it happened, and I didn't watch a replay of it. So. He was just trying to go more middle of the field and then had to go race to where the ball was going and then just kind of got the second half-hearted one, one hand up. The second one I don't have a good explanation for. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know how that could happen. I don't understand it because you said he thought he might have thought he had Omar Manning wide open, but Omar was on the outside, and you saw him trying to fight through the corner to well, even he beat get that to guy. the safety. That, that guy was beat. The, 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 his guy was beat. Omar had like three steps on his guy on the edge, and then the safety was just sitting there. It seemed like when the safety caught the ball, Omar was trying to fight through the corner to get to the safety. No, no, he was past him. I, I That's how I remember it. I, I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and watch it, but... I, I thought Omar was a step or two past that guy before, you know, like he he was he had broken open mm. from him, but he wasn't actually open because the no. safety was just sitting there. The ball was in the air for about an hour. Maybe if he leads him toward the sideline instead of back toward the middle of the field, he's got a chance there, but the way it was floated was just no. So, like, at that point in the game, because he had left in the at the end of the first half, like, is he hurt? What's, what's happening here? But... It continues to be that weird thing with Adrian where I never know if he's hurt or not. Like, I, I guess I just assume that he's always hurt and the injuries could come up and rear their head at any right. any given moment in time. But we've seen Adrian make a weird throw like that before. I, I, I just well, and then he came back and he made throws just fine after that. I too. thought so, too. I, he really stepped into a whole bunch of them in the third and fourth quarter. Um, it was a... Other than the those two terrible interceptions, it was a pretty well-played game for him. 
Um, and then you would have liked to have seen them at least have a better opportunity at the end there to score. But area of the field that they're terrible at, then you get first and 20. And we know Nebraska, when they're off schedule, is just usually sort of chicken with the head cut off mentality. That fourth so. down play, though, that the I don't know if that was designed that way. Um, the little read option where he, he carried it out and it looked like he was going to have to run to get the two yards but he just dropped back a little bit and found Austin Allen yeah. like off like that was the receivers were blocking. I was so I thought, convinced I, I there was, was going to be an run. eligible man downfield on that. Me too. And then they show the the full out replay of it, and no one had gotten past the line of scrimmage, and I I was like so stunned. It was weird that they had done that because the receivers on the on the side that where he ran to were blocking, yeah. and you just see Austin Allen kind of like get out and he's like throwing his hands up and he's like I'm open. Right. I, I didn't think that was supposed to happen, but clearly, I mean. Yep. It was. So I don't know. Maybe Adrian just really super sold it. And, <laughs> but I can't imagine the like plan A was let's run into these two guys and see if they can tackle me. <laughs> but actually, I'm going to get out of it and, and throw off my back foot on the run to Austin Allen. I've spent a lot of time in the last four years wondering what plan A was <laughs> and then just assuming that it probably wasn't as drawn up or it didn't go quite how it looked. I mean, we've been asking for a throwing option out of that play where he just kind of read options and runs to the right and maybe they finally did it. Yeah, maybe it was just a straight option. I mean maybe he could have run. Yeah, that that whole play felt so dead in the water. I know. One of the It's amazing. One of the more like whoa moments that I can think of in a while. And then Austin Allen of course having the game that he had seven catches for 143 yards. He new the, new record holder for most catches for a tight end in a season and barring injury would break or very likely will break Junior Miller's record for most receiving yards in a season for a tight end. And he had the most receiving yards in a single game for a tight end yep. in, in Nebraska history in that game. Um, he also leads the team in being flipped over as he is being tackled. It's every, terrifying. Every single time he does a somersault. My, <laughs> terrifying. Because that's the only thing he could do. It's like, I'm not going to tackle this 6'10 guy. <laughs> a friend of mine was uh, – first time I've watched a game with him in a few years just because I don't watch games with a lot of people, obviously, because I'm usually either right. at him or whatever. And the way he reacted every time Austin Allen got hit, and I finally like sort of turned and looked at him. He's like, "What? Well, I just assume he's gonna like not have a leg at one right. of these times." Yeah, it feels like he's all. He's, he's like he's so awkwardly tall that the only way he gets hit, it's just like be tackling a giraffe, right? Like, just break <laughs> one of those little legs. It's either that, and he flips over, or he yeah. takes a huge shot to like the head or, yep. slash shoulder area. Yes, it's like, how is this guy alive? Yeah, but and then he, he just gets up and he goes first down. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to Austin Allen for for his big game on Saturday. All right, from the text line, what are the show's thoughts on Adrian coming back next year? Do we still think it's time to move on, or do we think we won't get anyone better than him on the portal? Well, once again, you 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 have to you have to think about it from which perspective you're coming from here. Like, are are we talking about it from Adrian's perspective? Or are we talking about it for the 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 betterness of Nebraska football, the greater good of Nebraska football, or thinking about it for Scott Frost. Like, I, I generally think that when people ask the question, it's like, what's best for Nebraska football? So we take that perspective all the time. I continue to think that it's probably best for a, for a split. Um, what, now, I think it'd be better for both sides. To the second question, do we think we won't get anyone better than him in the portal? That's up for debate that's up for debate that's the door that we don't know about 
Yeah, I mean, I really believe whoever ends up being the offensive coordinator is going to have a connection to someone somewhere that's going to be your next quarterback. Like, I just, I don't think it's someone currently on the roster, and that includes Adrian Martinez. I think he's going to be on a different team next year. What that team is, I don't know. Uh, lots of people are already trying to put him on the Kansas State uh, Wildcats roster. Because, oh, because his girlfriend goes there? Yep. And Cade Warner? Yeah. <laughs> come on man you have to think about all the things i didn't think about that just like tiny pigs it wasn't a thought (laughs) i never Uh, thought about that so uh, i i don't expect we see adrian martinez back next year i i look forward to to seeing how he plays on friday and what could be his last performance he will definitely go down as the most divisive player uh, that i have ever covered um, in terms of just how people think about him, it was interesting listening to people talk yesterday. They showed Taylor that, Taylor Martinez yeah, has a chance there. They they showed the stat of of you know Adrian, and then it's Tommy, and then it's Taylor, and someone amongst the people that I was with was basically like, "You notice how it got worse for the team? The more uh-huh. the more it became like, oh, this guy has to be everything." Yep, and it's like, well, yeah. That, it does kind of make sense. It also is sort of like the Jamal Lord corollary. You see what else got worse? Everything around him. Mm-hmm. So, I the the Adrian thing is always going to be interesting. I I feel like people sort of like with Bo Pelini too, to a degree. As it has aged, people have really softened how they actually felt in the moment on Taylor Martinez too. Sure. I think now it's more regarded like, yeah, he's really talented. Yeah, there was some dumb stuff in there, but look at those numbers. And it's like, I remember what you were like in 2012. Right. Let's calm down He here. can't do anything. So. Put in somebody else. Yeah. And and that's the thing about all three of those guys, the last three, with the exception of Tanner Lee, sorry, with his with the one-year gap year of Tanner, Tanner Lee. Tanner Lee's never going to get remembered in the 2010s. The, the gap year Tanner Lee did, uh, with all due respect to that, the last three you know, three plus year starting quarterbacks for Nebraska. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I was excited to see where this was going to go. I think you're getting another gap year quarterback next year, and then we'll see what it looks like in 2023. Wow, it'll come just to me. nothing. It's just gone. It'll come to me. It sounds. Like, I got to start thinking about Tanner Lee, and then I got all. It's like Rico doing true or false. I guess so. Does yeah. this mean we have to bury you too? Yes, kill me, bury me. Happer's out. Put Happer in the graveyard. He was thinking about Tanner Lee, and he just got that fuzzy feeling. He's imagine, yeah, imagine him throw. Imagine him throwing in shorts. He's <laughs> just like, oh, Tanner Lee. Anything yet? The last three multi-year starting quarterbacks. People hated them, and as the years went on, they softened on their feelings. Yeah, yeah, no, I, all that stuff. I, that that whole we covered that. I, I had a, I, it wasn't profound, but I was going to throw something in there. Pretty athletic. Know. Is this Tim or Jim, Rico? Tim. Okay, Tim. It kind of looks like a J. Hello, Tim. Yeah, he's, he's got a little curve. Hey guys. Thing. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So I I know exactly what you guys are saying. That you know the quarterback for next year. You want your offensive coordinator to have a say in that, but you know. If I'm Scott Frost, I'm not so sure I have a year beyond next year, right? So I, I know you want to go out and get that offense coordinator for the future, but, you know, you, you really got to look at what's in front of you and kind of deal with what's in front of you. I've been cr- extremely critical of Frost this whole year, and I've been extremely critical of Martinez this whole year. And I know this is going to seem extremely crazy, but 
in order for Nebraska to have the most success to keep Scott Frost here, Adrian's got to come back next year. And if I'm Scott Frost, I want him to come back next year. I, I don't want to trust the guys on my current roster besides Adrian as a quarterback to help me improve from this year to next year. Adrian's the guy that's going to have to do it. I can't go to the transfer portal and expect somebody just to come in and in one year take in this whole offense that I've had a guy for the last five years. Now it'll be five next year try, trying to get it going. And and he's he, I know Adrian has it, guys. It's just a matter of the offensive line has got to quit getting penalties. We need some defensive players to come back that can come back next year and not transfer. And 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 we've got to continue our, our running backs. We have a new running back every, every freaking game, but these guys are, are, are they're they're looking good every game. So just think if we can get our running backs to stay healthy, where this can go. I know it sounds nuts. I've been a critic. I've been a huge critic of everything about Frost and Martinez, but I'm telling you guys, if we want the most success, those two have got to come back as a team. Frost is he's rode with him. He might as well do it one more year because that's all he's probably got. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. I, I mean, that would be the argument for it, I, I suppose. I just don't know if it holds up to – and think about this, too. Like, If Adrian Martinez isn't here, they're forced to do something different, right? And that's kind of what you want to do. If you're bringing Adrian back and, – and I think Tim put together a pretty good argument there – um, if you're bringing Adrian back, what can you really expect that's that much better? That's what gives you the pause. Yeah, it's if it if it's the same, it's gonna stay the same. It's not like some magic lightning rod hits you in between year four and year five. Maybe it can happen in between year one and year two, but we we have to kind of stop pretending like there's something else still out there for Adrian. This is what he is. We know what he is. Dirk Dirk Chatlin said that when we talked to him. We were at the we were at the Pawnee Plunge. We had him on that day. <laughs> yeah. And he, he said something along those lines that it reminded him a lot of, of both with Taylor and Tommy. Like you get into these conversations about how good he is or what the next step for him is without really just sort of realizing he might have just achieved it. Like it's he sort of is who he's going to be and those faults and those pluses and minuses. <laughs> are what they are, and you have to figure out how to win with it. Nebraska can't. They just can't. Like, he's playing well to good this year, and you're 3-8. and eight. And it's not like it's all his fault, but they, they have to change something. And maybe if you hire an offensive coordinator and that offensive coordinator thinks this is a guy that we I can run my offense with, maybe that's what you do. But I, I would, one, I don't think Adrian would want to come back. I think he's probably ready to move on too. Felt like that. And then um, two, I I would imagine that Scott Frost has to allow his offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach slash whoever to be involved in this as well. For sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break here. We'll come back more up next. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on ninety three seven The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.